0: What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode sixty-five of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you all are having a great Tuesday, August thirty-first, the last day of August. Uh, new semester on the horizon for a bunch of people, um, and September literally tomorrow. It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, Twenty twenty-one has flown by, um, but it's been um, a great uh, a great year, great summer. Um, and honestly could not be more excited for the semester I feel like I say that every day but uh, yesterday's class um, I did only have one class and I do only have one class basically this semester per day so it's pretty nice but uh, yesterday's class being in class uh, even though it was you know still over zoom definitely gave me some excitement um, and I, uh, I think I was really excited and anxious, uh, to start school and to, to be in class and everything. And honestly, my, my stomach was, you know, I, I, I was getting a little bit of butterflies. I was, I was a little nervous. I can't, I cannot lie, but, um, being in class, being with people that I recognize, um, you know, some familiar faces and, uh, you know, just realizing, uh, where I'm at. Uh, in terms of school and and me being a senior, uh, having those conversations throughout the class of what am I going to do, um, you know, ideas from others, um, you know, brainstorming what they want to do and kind of taking that and maybe applying it to my own life. It was good. It was good to be in a space where, uh, you know, a lot of people have the same common goal and that's to finish out strong um, and, and get that degree. So. Uh, yesterday's class went really well. Very excited for today's class, and uh, just to, to to well, I already know my professor from to, that'll be my uh, class today and the first class tomorrow, as I did have him already. But um, still, very excited to to meet some of my classmates. Very excited to continue these conversations. It was it was really nice, uh, just just being in class and uh, and and kind of cutting to the chase of. You know everybody in here is is either a senior or in their last semester and really getting into those uh, conversations um, about the future and uh, different paths and ideas that you could possibly take so that was really nice but uh, really excited like I said for this semester and um, without further ado let's get into today's episode um, you know of course let's get into some music news let's get into uh, some music discussions and uh, as always, let's start off with some album anniversaries, mixtape anniversaries that uh, have recently happened in the past week or so. First and foremost, let's start with a man who has been dominating the charts um, still and is very, very close um, to the release of his new projects, um, The Dawn Is Coming. Uh, I don't know if that's the title. I don't think that's the title of the uh, album, but uh, The Dawn Is Coming, and that is The Weekends. Mr. Abel himself Uh, we're going to start with the 10 year anniversary of his second Mitz tape Thursday the second of three in his trilogy of Mitz tapes it's recently celebrated its 10 year anniversary and it was made available on all streaming services the original version uh, star I mean what's it called the uh, highlight tracks um, on this project in my eyes definitely the zone with Drake lonely star um heaven or las vegas um i mean life of the party is great too but i I think lonely star uh definitely sets the mood um for this project um definitely uh you know highlights uh you know kind of the concepts uh that the weekend was going for with this project Um, of course it is titled thursday and if you've ever seen uh, the cover art, um, it's, it's a, the same girl uh, who uh, has three different pictures. On the left, it's Wednesday, and it's black and white. She, her hair is all, um, you know, everywhere and uh, not really uh, made or anything. It's in black and white, like I said. She's not looking up. But then the middle picture is for Thursday. It has balloons. Her makeup's all done. She's ready to go. And then for Friday, it's kind of the aftermath of this Thursday Um, where she was all done and ready to go. And like I said, I think lonely star, uh, being the first track, uh, definitely sets the tone, introduces the two main characters, uh, that the weekend is telling throughout this midstape, uh, the Thursday girl, um, or quote unquote, the lonely star, um, that uh abel or uh i don't i don't really think he created a character for this one it was mostly just a, a story it wasn't like an after hours persona didn't really have a name but uh this this character uh the lonely star is only seen um on thursday uh and she'll be uh this she is this star um, that uh like i said he's only he's only able to see there see on thursday uh and while she is his star uh, he describes uh, in verse 1 of this song uh, that the pain and regret are Thursday girls. So, uh, I don't know if that's coming from experience, if that's just with the concept of the album, but uh, that it, it seems as if, uh, you know, with this opening track, uh, he's talking about his lonely star, and they seem to always come from Thursdays, uh, Thursday girl, Um and uh, best friends that he uh, goes on to describe um, as more than a friend. Uh, something that he wish he could see more, uh, or he somebody somebody that he can see more with, and uh, hopes that uh, he can ev- that she can eventually be uh, his star. Um, but um, he he'll uh, he'll still basically make her lonely, uh, as even though. Uh, he can be with her physically. He won't actually be there to, to actually love her. So um, definitely a lot to take in uh, from this first track, Lonely Star, and, and really uh, setting the tone for what uh, this midtape slash project uh, is as a whole. Um, he explains the life uh, that they could have um, and how luxurious it, uh, it could be and um, you know how special it, it can be uh, if she does decide uh, to be with Abel, um, but uh, he can uh, promise her uh, that there is no regrets um, if she continues to be present on Thursdays that she will have no regrets and she will uh, continue uh, to to be happy um, but also lonely at the same time as uh, he promises her uh, as long as he's as long as she's present on these Thursdays, uh, he'll he'll, you know, be able to. Uh, make her uh, life is, as amazing as as possible. So definitely the starter to it, and then life of the party follows. Um, follows lonely star. That's exactly where the story continues and picks up from that first one, um, as uh, he is uh, you know basically disguising this uh, love and temptation for his lonely star for this girl. Um, And he's disguising his bad intentions uh, with her uh, as he's persuading, um, you know, this rich girl uh, who loves uh, partying, who loves being the life of the party, who loves, uh, you know, drugs and all the stuff that comes with that um, into entering this uh, world that he's he's, uh, you know, created and. Uh, You know, as I said, it's, uh, you know, virtually being disguised with the love and temptation um, because of the bad intentions that that bring about it Um, as uh, um, he's doing this. um, The girl from the first track from Lonely Star uh, thinks about him at home waiting for thursday to come uh since he did state that uh every thursday he would as long as she's present and available on these thursdays he would be there for her he would take care of her Um, but meanwhile he's uh persuading this other rich girl uh to you know come out with him and uh you know tempting her with these, this these love and um all of the uh, things that um come uh with with being the life of the party um, and then that leads, um, on into, uh, track three, uh, which is Thursday, um, obviously the, uh, title track, uh, for the project. And then that's exactly, uh, where, um, it shows, uh, able or, you know, the weekend's feelings, um, slash actions slash everything changes towards this lonely star, um, from day to day. Um, and it, it being Thursday now, it's uh, seeming to be right. It's seeming as if uh, his feelings are towards her uh, for this day um, as it continues to go back and forth. Um, like I said, he doesn't mess with uh, this lonely star um, at all during the week. Uh, but it seems on Thursday, they hook up, they party, they get high, they drink, whatever the case may be. Uh, it, it, it seems as if Uh, She's the girl um, that... uh, What's it called? It seems as if she's the girl that... um, What am I trying to say? He's basically playing with and toying with her emotions uh, because she simply is ignorant and uh, not really knowledgeable of of what he's doing throughout the week uh, because she desperately wants to be um, his lonely star. Uh, His number one. So he doesn't really, uh, you know, pay it. She she doesn't really pay attention to um, anything that uh, is going on outside of this Thursday. And instead, she's focused on uh, being able to be his star and uh, being able to be his number one for this specific day. And and that just seems to be good enough. And, uh, you know, the rest of it can kind of uh, just be filtered and uh, not really. Um, I guess a worry for this person, but then you get into Trot four with the zone. Um, as, uh, this is where the weekend, uh, starts to get involved with another girl who isn't this, uh, lonely star, isn't the Thursday. Um, and he has to get quote unquote in his zone, uh, by being high, by, uh, you know, getting, uh, lit basically. Um, and this is the collaboration with Drake um this is around like i said this was came out around the same time as take care so uh definitely um you know in that first era um of the weekend and drake's relationship where uh they were both up-and-coming artists they were uh you know the weekend was helping drake out with um with take care tremendously with numerous features with writing credits um and then drake also um being able to take the weekend under his wing take him on tour um, help him out with the zone um, but yeah I mean this is a this like I said this is probably the most well-known track on here because of the Drake feature but also one of my favorites um, but yeah this this whole project you uh, could kind of you kind of sense the uh, the um, the what am I trying to say you're trying to sense the overall theme of the project um, and that's uh, you know portraying the the lifestyle uh that's uh you know is being the life of the party is doing all of these uh you know crazy things but um you know portraying the love story that uh you know abel um has with this girl um only on thursday but also the love story that Uh, He has with being the life of the party with going out and meeting other people uh, With playing with this girl, you know, that's it's uh, telling all the different points of views and perspectives um, and then of course uh, Telling the main point of view and perspective and that's uh, you know from the girl who's who is? uh, You know miss Thursday, so uh, 10 years um, the weekend's still going strong Um, it's 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 been Uh, A long time, you know, coming uh, for the weekend and and getting to the point where he's at today. But looking back on projects like this, midstapes like this, um, it's not even a surprise, really. It's not even um, it's it's crazy to even have thought that anybody could have doubted uh, somebody like the weekends um, after hearing a project like this for his second midtape um tremendous tremendous body of work if you've never heard it it's now on streaming services like i said and it is the original um the original version of thursday so uh nothing what you know he he was able to get all the samples cleared able to have everything on there so it, it would it's it's the same project that he released 10 years ago essentially but now it's just everywhere for everybody to hear and if you haven't uh, it's, it's just Abel at his best. And that's with every project. But, um, you know, it's younger Abel. He's telling a different type of story. It's not an after hours. It's not a it, it's it's not um, a star boy. It, it's really just something unique, something different. It's it's what the weekend started with and what he really was able to um, hone in and and Uh, Be able to perfect his craft uh, through this various storytelling of partying and, uh, you know, being with different girls and uh, having, you know, another alternative storyline where it portrays the girls side of it. And uh, I mean, you can just you can easily tell, like I said, how well uh, he can control the microphone and how well he's able to uh, put an entire story together in only nine tracks. So uh, definitely a great listen. Uh, and I, I highly suggest anybody out there who has not listened to Thursday uh, to do so uh, immediately. Um, but uh, another album anniversary that we're going to get into uh, is also um, a great project. It's, it's arguably my favorite uh, weekend album. Um, and that's Beauty Behind the Madness as it is celebrating a six-year uh, anniversary, which... Uh, completely blows my mind whenever I think of uh, this album. I always think of uh, playing Call of Duty. Um, I don't remember which specific one I was playing, but when this album dropped, I remember my boy Chad. If Chad's listening to this, shout out to the man. He, I remember him specifically uh, telling me when we were playing twos, we were playing some competitive COD. Uh, we were playing twos. Uh, he told me. He was, I just remember he was always like, the weekend just dropped an album. Uh, and I, I'm kind of fucking with it. You should listen to it. And and I just remember ever, um, ever since he told me that, especially playing that Call of Duty, um, I'm pretty sure it could have, it could have been Black Ops. Let me, let me look, let me look this up really quick. It could have been, Black. let me look this up. Could have been Black Ops. I'm almost positive it was Black Ops 3. Cod 2015. Yeah, it was Black Ops 3. Yeah, 12th. Okay, yeah, yeah. So when this, it, when this album dropped, um, I was playing because com- that this is the I mean a little bad story. I probably um, If there was a card that I played the most uh, prof- not professionally but uh, competitively uh, going on um, You know game battles and, and really trying to just I don't know play against the best and, and really taking it as serious as possible It was probably black ops 3 um, Advanced warfare was definitely in there um, as well Todd for remastered was in there, but that was like a there was like a two three-year span of, of Call of Duties where I, I definitely played a lot of game battles definitely uh, tried to um, Care about my record and and really grinded it out, but I'll always remember bumping this album so much um, During these game battles and and just I don't know why that memory always fits with me or why this album always reminds me of, of uh, those competitive Call of Duty days, but um, that's, that's what it, it hones into, but listening to this album now, uh, it's still, um, it, it's still just, uh, it's still just as good. And, uh, The weekend is, is truly at his best here. I mean, he has some of the, bi- his biggest songs, uh, of his career on this, on this project. Um, of course earned it, uh, you know, with Fifty Shades of Grey and, uh, with that, how big the book and the movie was, of course, uh, it being a feature song and, and getting nominated for an Oscar even and him him performing at the Academy Awards uh, completely blew that song up. Of course, there's there's no doubt um, about that. But I mean, the, the song is still amazing. The song, um, it, it was definitely overplayed for a while, but you can't deny uh, the, re- you know, the, some of those songs, the reasons why they're overplayed and why, uh, you know, it, it seems to be on the radio every 30 minutes. Um, and then, of course, Can't Feel My Face uh, another amazing hit by the weekend. Another song that people simply could not turn off, honestly, and um, that that leads to I, in my opinion, the best of the top. These there's, in my opinion, there's three songs that one were extremely big. Two. Really put the weekend on the map in another type of way and another type of superstardom, uh, Because he hadn't released you know a Starboy and after hours he he was on that on that path do not don't even don't get me wrong of course uh, he had Great releases like I said with uh, with House of Balloons with Thursday um, you know with uh, Trilogy putting it uh, putting it all together um, and then of course Uh, He released um, his first studio album, Land but Beauty Behind the Madness, there was something different about it. There was something, um, you know, more there was there was just more behind it uh, as a um, as a phenom. Honestly, like there were just like I said, there's these three tracks on here that that really set the tone for the rest of the weekend's career, in my opinion. And uh, like I said, earned it um can't feel my face and then my favorite of the three the hills uh a song that i mean i supposedly has like 50 uh like 100 like it was like 50 or 150 different versions uh he had said that um i believe the story was he was he re- first premiered it um during a concert and he wanted i can't remember if it was the crowd effects. Or he wanted exactly what uh, the DJ had done uh, right before it had dropped and it was impossible for him to like recreate it so he did it so many times to try to recreate that I I don't know if I'm telling that story right but it was something like that all I know is there's a lot of versions of the hills and um, I mean it's still uh, I mean a tremendous song uh, along with the rest those other two that I had already mentioned but these three songs definitely set the tone for the Starboy album, for the After Hours album, uh, putting the weekend onto this this pedestal. Um, I mean, really, uh, you know, cementing him as an icon uh, of our generation, um, and really. Uh, cementing uh, you know where he was headed in the direction of and I mean now of course six years later we can we can see uh, the uh, you know three albums Well, I mean My Dear Melancholy it's it's an EP but still two two albums and an EP after another album on the way very soon Uh, we can see just how um, you know Beauty Behind the Madness truly uh, set the tone for the weekend and really put them on the map in another type of way that, uh, I mean, I'm sure, uh, anybody that's making music wants to, you know, always has those dreams and aspirations to, to be the next icon, to be the next whatever. But, uh, you can, we can all really tell now, um, uh, what's it called? We can all truly tell, um, just how, how crazy these these songs were for the weekend and for his career. But, uh, this entire album, um, just, just tremendous work. Like I said, it was his second studio album. Um, big, the bigger uh, guest appearances uh, came from Ed Sheeran and Lana Del Rey. But uh, first, I mean, "Prisoner" with Lana Del Rey is, is is okay, and then "Dark Times" with Ed Sheeran is is also okay. But um, I honestly just, I don't, I don't know. I I know there, you know, the bigger names on here, but those songs didn't really do me um do do much for me uh if you want me to be completely honest uh compared to the hills compared to can't feel my face uh my favorite song on here tell your friends are you kidding me like tell your friends uh i mean no disrespect to dark times and prisoner but tell your friends is just on another level than those songs in my opinion it's it's the weekend at his best the production's there the lyrics are there uh he's just I mean it's 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 great it's great music Um, but yeah I mean uh, this is this is the first time the world was really introduced to the weekend and and he he took advantage of that uh, and he ran with it and he has ever since so celebrating six years of beauty behind the madness uh, just just craziness if uh, I'd be very surprised if you haven't heard a single song on here but um, definitely deserves to be bumped front to back Plenty of hidden gems on here um, such as tell your friends I feel like it's probably the most underrated song on here yeah it's it's probably the the best um, the best song in my opinion often another song acquainted shameless uh, in the night I mean it's it's great music it really is and uh, for the weekend to um, now be coming out um talking about his next album it, it just excites me even more you know especially with seeing all these different album anniversaries and stuff but with beauty behind the madness he did earn two uh world records from uh uh guinness, uh, uh i mean not guinness uh what's it called as uh, one was for the most consecutive weeks in the billboard top 10 for a male artist and the other one for spotify's most streamed album sit 60 million unique listeners so uh definitely some elite company uh for the weekend for uh you know this this project like i said that really put him on the map and for him to win some guinness world records for it just just amazing but like i said talking about uh this next album the, the dawn um you know it, it's it's just it it's awesome, awesome honestly like I, I i don't know i have so much emotions for it after hours means so much to me and uh what he's been able to do with the past year year and a half since the album has released this this entire person i mean i was literally the pers- i was literally the after hours character for halloween man like this album was his best work in my eyes i know a lot of people might disagree with that but this album just resonated with me on another type of level and and to hear the spot where he's at with his music and to to just picture what he's gonna do with this next album i I can't even i can't even put it in into to writing honestly it's gonna be huge i really i really really believe that especially with take my breath the extended version is amazing The the synth is real the 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 inspiration that he's drawing from house music from edm from all these various uh from all these various lanes that maybe a a normal pop star uh you know singer uh might be scared of of you know diving into um but the weekend just just hits it like he really does he hits it uh head first and um he he's whatever he's inspired by you're definitely going to be able to tell i love being able to listen to uh, memento mori uh the past few weeks as he as he leads up to this next album drop um and he you know you're able to kind of dive into his mind able to really hear where he's drawing his inspirations from and it's spot on and and you know he he really dives into every concept he creates uh you know very very hard very uniquely compared to some of these other artists um as he tries to um definitely you know make sure That's, you know, he he perfects it. So whatever his standard is, and that's been proven time and time again, that his standard is the highest of quality, especially with his music. Um, And I'm just super excited for this Nets project. Um, When asked, can you tell me about your new album, The Dawn is Coming and upcoming projects, he had said in quote, Yeah, I'm finishing the new album right now. It should be done by the end of this month, and we're kind of just figuring out when to put it out. It's been really cool because I'm working on this album simultaneously with the writer's room for the new TV show. So that's also exciting. Um, But uh, he also had said, I've been kind of going back and forth from finishing the album and pending up the show uh, that we're going to start shooting shooting soon. It's been quite the summer. So hearing that the album is going to be done by the end of this month slash possibly released by the end of this month is great um i mean i'm sure he's talking about september uh but then also hearing that he's diving into the film uh tv industry uh that's even that's even more exciting so a lot to look forward to for the weekend a lot to look forward to with uh what he decides to do with this album and and how it ends up sounding uh and i and i honestly cannot wait but moving on into some more album anniversaries we have the man himself um, somebody that's, is confirmed to be playing at Coachella, not in 2022, but in 2023, and that's Frank fucking Ocean, uh, five years ago today. He, I mean, just completely shots the music industry and dropped bot- bat-to-bat albums. It, it seems, uh, seems like we would never get another Frank Ocean project, but boom, then we get Endless, uh, which, I mean, at first... Uh, was just released exclusively on Apple music and I mean it still is technically um, As a streaming only video as it was basically a 40 40 to 45 minute music video of the entire album um, as uh, This this music video literally uh, Was him building, you know the now famous staircase uh, but uh, When this album was first, I mean the little tiny rollout uh, was basically Frank Ocean um, Having a website and all of a sudden the website he started live streaming. I was playing Watch Dogs, Uh At the time. I remember my boy Kobe Texting me the link to this website and he's like Frank Ocean is live right now. We need to watch this um, and When it finally did go live it was uh, This album it was it was exactly what we see on Apple music. It was a little bit different. I think um, the, with uh, how the the music was sounding um, I remember having uh, what's it called the, the file to the live stream and uh, what's it called the audio of the live streams just so I could listen to this album after it was released but uh, once it was released like I said uh, it it's simply um, a video of Frank Ocean building a staircase um, and uh, it, you could only find it on Apple music, you know, it was only released exclusively on Apple music It features Sampha, Jasmine Sullivan, James Blake, Alex G um, had some contributions as well, but uh, I Mean the the live stream man that that was just craziness. We had not heard from Frank Ocean in such a long time and uh, just for this this random live stream uh, to start on, um, what's it called, on, on, I can't remember what the website, might have been Boys Don't Cry, because uh, that was the whole concept, and that's what everybody thought his next album was going to be called, so maybe it was on boysdontcry.com or something like that, but um, it kept alternating from live to offline uh, over the course of 19 days starting on August 1st that led up to this eventual release um, and uh, What's it called? It, it it continued to focus on on Frank Ocean when it was live um, and that was him constructing this staircase um, And it was later revealed uh, to be uh, a spiral staircase uh, which refers to um, the stairway to heaven so Uh, That was definitely um, an interesting take on it and kind of the overall metaphor to to what he was doing and why he was doing it. But um, finally, after a week of I mean, not after a week, after multiple uh, two and a half, basically weeks of of doing this alternating from live to offline, uh, that it finally resurfaced uh, right before midnight on August 19th. And that's when he finally completed the construction of the staircase Uh, he reached uh, the top of the staircase the stream glitched out and then boom the short film was released right after um, on Apple music and everybody was able to then um, everybody was then able to watch uh, first of all him creating it but also listen to um, the amazing beautiful album that endless is Um, I mean Simply, simply, a, a tremendous work of art. I, I really, uh, th- I, I think I'll stand on this hill. Endless is just so much. I, I think. I think what the biggest difference between Endless, um, and Blonde is is, is simply, uh, Frank. I, I feel like Blonde is such a huge, a huge concept. There's so many different Easter eggs and uh ideas and concepts that go into blonde that went into blonde and frank was so meticulous with all of these different things but then endless is is really just him having fun him making music and and showing his and really showing his voice showing what he can do with his various ranges and Um, I mean, it's him just making music, um, of course, with, you know, the overall metaphor during the music video. But at the same time, it's 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 more of a it's more of a loose concept compared to blonde. And I think uh, that's, uh, you know, that that always works, you know, that always uh, can can be a, a good thing or it can be a bad thing. But with Frank Ocean, there's never, ever a bad thing when it comes to music. But some of the highlights on here, unity uh com, uh come there your songs uh wither uh slide on me sideways rushes hids um i mean at your best of course at your best oh my goodness this this album is amazing i know it's extremely hard to find uh literally if you do not have <laughs> apple music um but if you um do have soundcloud um I'm I'm sure that it's on SoundCloud somewhere. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, especially because the vinyls and the CDs were released and people, you know, copied the CD into their laptop computer and and just was able to to post it. So um, if you uh, do want to listen to this project, I uh, think it's a, I mean, just a great, a great project, um, you know, to add to your listening, um, I guess expertise when it comes to frank ocean because uh let me tell you if you if you've listened to if you've listened to blonde and um you've you've heard the uh just the amazingness that came from this album the reason it was the number one overall album for the 2010s from pitchfork uh pitchfork I know Pitchfork is is very controversial when it comes to times and their reviews, but that was the one I could agree with. I think it was Pitchfork, or it might have been Complex, number one. But uh, there's a reason why Blonde is up there, but Endless is just is is right there with it. It really is, and if you've never listened to this project, I highly suggest it. But like I said, five years ago, Frank Ocean shot the world, finally released an album, kind of technically in a music video, but then the very next day is when he really did release an album as um, the, now self, uh, the now self-independent the now self artist Frank Ocean after finally getting out of his contract with Def Jam with the release of Endless, the, uh, released Blonde the very following day as a newly independent artist, one of the best albums of the decade, one of the best albums I've ever heard in my entire life. Features from Andre 3000, Beyonce, Lean uh, debuted at number one in multiple countries, certified platinum in 2018. Um, uh, where was I? When, I? when I first listened to Blonde, I was at a pool party uh, with my basketball team. I was going into my junior year um, and I remember Blonde dropped and I literally had to go sit in my own chair pull out my headphones and give this work of art exactly what it needed it needed a proper listening as soon as it as soon as it uh released um minutes before it released uh frank ocean did share uh a post on his tumblr about uh you know this project as he said in quote i found it romantic sometimes editing this project the whole time i felt as though i was in the presence of a 16 million dollar mclaren armed with a disposable camera my memories are in these pages places close by and long ass numbing flights away cruising the suburbs of tokyo in Porsches, throwing parties around England and mobbing freeways in four projects m 3ss that I built with some friends, going to Mississippi and playing in the mud, street casting models at a random Kung Fu dojo out in Senegal, commissioning life size toy boxes for the fuck of it, shooting a music video for fun with Ty- Tyrone Lebon, the genius giant, taking a break Renaissance uh, a break slash Renaissance mission to Tulum, Mexico. Enjoying some star visibility for a change recording in Tokyo, NYC, Miami, LA, London, Paris Stopping in Berlin to witness uh, Bear gang for myself Trading jewels and soaking in parables with the many-headed Brandon aka Bass God in conversation I wrote a story in in the middle It's called Godspeed It's basically a reimagined part of my boyhood Boys do cry, but I don't think I shed a tear for a good chunk of my teenage years. It's surprisingly my favorite part of life so far. Surprisingly to me because the current phase is what I was asking the cosmos for when I was a kid. Maybe that part had its rough stretches too, but in my rearview mirror it's getting small enough to convince myself it was all good. And really though, it's still so good so some some great some i mean i'm getting goosebumps just reading that it it seems as if frank ocean was truly truly able to um take a lot of inspirations not only from uh, his life that he was living. I mean, the electric, I mean, some of the some of the stuff he was talking about. Uh, just traveling the world, recording in all those different places, but also experiencing all those different places that he had mentioned. Uh, he was just in a different part of his life that he had ever been in, and uh, for him to kind of just, you know, take everything that he possibly could and and make it into the project that he was. It, you can easily tell the impact and influence that everywhere had on him but like he said at the very end of that specifically his childhood and how he was brought up and how he was able to uh you know have a greater appreciation for everything that he's now you know been able to uh live up to um, because of his upbringing because of where he came from um, and, and how much appreciation he has for that and how he's able to look in the rear view at his childhood. And even though, of course, there were struggles and there were uh, dark times, just like everybody else's childhood, uh, how happy he was, like he said, to be able to look in that rear view and and, and know that it was still a really good time. And, and it was, you know, the best times of his life, as he said, and um, really shaped him into the man he was today to to be able to experience all those things. So just, just some great, some great quotes, some great, uh, you know, just knowledge from Frank Ocean really, and being able to appreciate uh, where, um, where you've come from, and where, uh, you know, it's taking you, where life takes you, it's, it's all about those little things, it's all about, uh, you know, where uh, the net's destination is, and it seems as if, uh, you know, Frank Ocean is always uh, an artist that's, that's appreciating that truly so uh, great I mean great music blonde is is like I said a, a once in a once in a generation album something that anybody can listen to and, and take away so much about themselves so much about life uh, so many gems on here throughout every single fucking song I mean, Frank Ocean is is truly an artist of our time, a voice of our generation. Uh, be, because of these long silences in between albums. Um, I mean, it was it was five. It was a five-year, four four or five-year buildup to Endless, and then to also get Blonde as well. Uh, I mean, he ha- and then of course the Boys Don't Cry magazine, and um, you know, building the staircase during Endless, and all of these various things that he he put on top of. These two commercial releases—it was, it was a time to be alive five years ago. Let me tell you, when when Frank was able to, to drop these projects, it's crazy to to think that it's been five years uh, since I first heard blondes and and the first time I ever heard "Night Nights," the first time I ever heard "Ivy Pink and White." Like now, my my daughter's named Ivy, and I mean, it's it's just a it's a cinematic masterpiece. It really is. It's um, it has everything, uh, you know, you, you can ever ask for in an album, you know, it, it, it just, it, it's perfect. It, it really is. It, it touches on a lot of, a lot of various things. It's, it's all about the, the symmetry of course, um, you know, with the album being, uh, split in the middle with nights, um, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it's just touched me in, in so many ways that, uh. You know, I, I could have never uh, could have could have imagined knowing Frank Ocean and and uh, knowing how he, uh, you know, is able to really, you know, just touch everybody with his music. But um, I, I, I just cannot believe that it's it's been five years, man. It's it's been so long. But this album's concept, of course, falling in love, falling out of love, the themes of self-love, hates, failed relationships, drugs, depression, family. I mean, it has it all. It, it really does. There's so much to unpack in this album. Uh, it, it really, um, you know, is is Frank Ocean at his most vulnerable, in my opinion. It, it really, uh, you know, touches on so many uh, different uh, avenues of his life. As he mentioned, it really starts from the ground up and and builds. And you can tell it's somebody that's that's able to ha, able to take a lot. You know, able to find a lot uh, from everything that he's ever been able to experience. It feels as if um, and, you know, he, he does not he does not hold anything back on this project, man. And and like I said, just there's no there's just no better album than Blonde to listen to when when you really need to find something within yourself or, or want to get something greater than yourself. But I mean, highlights on highlights on here are, are really are really the is really the entire album but if you if i have to personally pick of course nights are you kidding me the first time i ever heard nights i still feel the same fucking way about that song to this day when i first heard nights it was it was just my mind was just being blown it was something i had never heard of before and i mean to this day i turn on nights it's it will never be stripped. never ever so nights i mean sid fred Uh, white ferrari ivy nikes pink and white solo skyline self-control as well i mean this entire album has so many gems but at the same time so um so much deep intellectual insight into what it truly is to be living what it truly is to be a human um and you just get a really really deep dive into frank ocean's mind and and i couldn't have asked for somebody uh, to create a, a more amazing project than Blonde. But yeah, five years of Blonde and Endless. Uh, some, some other album anniversaries uh, that I wanted to highlight Days Before Rodeo, seven years ago, um, from Travis Scott. Uh, what's it called? Four years ago. On the same day, 17 by Et Set Sets. Love is Rage 2 by Little Uzi. Cozy Tapes 2 by um, ASAP Mob. Uh, So some definitely a lot of of great album anniversaries um, that we've uh, been able to experience in the past week or so. Uh, Some albums that that some albums slash mixtapes that have touched a generation that um, is, is just growing up, man. You know, we're 21. We're getting we're getting older. But some of these albums that that touched us when we needed it most in those in those teenage years in those growing years um man oh man we're just getting old we're getting old but uh, moving on into, into some new music some music that has recently been released that i feel like you should keep your eye out or if you you know listen to if you haven't trippy red's new album trip and night um division and ty dolla signs uh what's it called *Lab* album uh, cheers to the best memories uh, yeah, Damian Lillard dropped a uh, new album, different on levels. The Lord Allowed. Um, Sway Lee and Janina Jane Aiko dropped another single together. Of course, the first one, Sativa, being absolutely fire. The second one, In the Dark. Great single, uh, great track. Um, what's it called? And then this past week, I mean, Baby Team and Kendrick Lamar coming back. Uh, I mean, Kendrick Lamar coming back first and foremost, but baby team coming and bringing it on here. Uh, Lil Tika, OGZ, Meek Mill, and Lil Baby and Lil Dirk sharing locations was absolutely fire. 42 Duds, the Lutz of Freedom Boys was amazing. Belly, see you next weekend, amazing. Um, but, for I mean, Kendrick Lamar, is he back? What's going on? Uh, if you did not hear, he did uh, put out... Um, a statement, uh, in a folder, uh, on his social medias, uh, where he said, I quote unquote, I spend most of my times, I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, riding, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me a hill of, si- keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone, love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I prayed for you all. See you soon enough. As he um, is now seeming to go from a new, by, by a new name, uh, Oklama, O-K-L-A-M-A, Oklahoma, Oklama. I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, in the music video with Baby Team, it also said starring Oklahoma. so I don't know if this is his new name he's going by necessarily, but um, it did say featuring Kendrick Lamar uh, for Baby Team single, uh family ties with if you have not listened to this song there there is no time to waste on this one you got to listen to this song baby team oh my lord this man probably had the best verse of his entire life bes- um, besides praise god on donda but i mean there's a beat switch k dot is k-dot he's bad kendra lamar absolutely brings it but i mean like i said plenty of other tracks that drops Meek mill Lil little baby little dirt sharing locations baby face rain bitch sean uh hit boy it ain't my Faults, and then all the projects that i mentioned see you next wednesday by belly we love you tika to Lil' tika Jeezy world OGZ oh, freedom boys the lutz Jaden had ctv3 uh day trippers edition which was Great fucking vibes, and of course, the biggest, the biggest drop uh, of the of the weekend, of uh, really the year, really was Kanye West's "Donda." I touched on it yesterday, but um, it's continuing to put up. Uh, I mean, just amazing numbers. I mean, over 60 million streams on Apple Music in the first 24 hours, the highest debut of 2021, third highest in history um only behind jade cole's kod at 64.5 and drake's views at 63.5 um and then on spotify it has the second biggest released uh release day only behind scorpion at 132 million as donda finished at 95 million streams on that first day uh but it is the biggest album launch of 2021 uh and like i said broke spotify and apple music single day streaming records um, it has the all-time Apple Music record of a number one album in 152 countries. I mean, that's just an amazing accomplishment. 152 different countries had your album at number one. I mean, the impacts, the presence that Kanye has is is next level. It really is. And I mean, over 180 million streams worldwide in 24 hours, it, it continues to set all these records and it is projected to now sell 350,000 first 350,000 units first week why I mean two and a half days worth of sales uh were basically shitted on because uh I mean Kanye just decided to drop it on Sunday so the fact that it's still breaking all these records still projected to sell 350,000 it's it it shows exactly where Kanye West still is regardless of what anybody else wants to say but of course, some music on the way. We have Playboy Cardi uh, announcing Narcissus dropping 9:13. So Nets literally uh, not this. Um, what's it called? Not uh, this release date on the third um, or the net suite. But still have two and a half weeks uh, until um, this uh, this drop uh, from Playboy Cardi. It, it's you know it is a Monday, so I'm assuming it, it, it possibly um, could be a uh what's it called It could be a single and then maybe uh the album drops on um on the 17th uh for that friday uh but playboard cardi two posts now saying narcissist on the 13th but maybe it's an album maybe he's gonna drop on monday who knows but uh that's something to look forward to jid's the forever story um is is now done and completed excited for that excited for um, you know to see what that's going baby team saying no more singles it's album time after this late latest release of family ties so um, after uh, do rally activity family ties orange soda all the singles that baby team has been dropping he's finally gonna be releasing an album and of course the biggest uh, album that everybody's really been waiting for is uh, Drake as a certified lover boy is set to drop this uh, Friday Thursday at midnight um on september 3rd uh i mean there's there's not really um anything that i can say that that will uh make this album's release any due justice nine months after it was supposed to be released in january uh, it is finally going to be released reportedly a straight up rap album coming from ebro uh so we'll see if that's true but drake's billboards and various uh T- various merch uh, that he's been teasing as has been uh, slowly coming out more and more quotes such as she said I loved me she said you love me today because tomorrow should have said you love me today because tomorrow's a new day I don't miss you I don't miss let alone miss you so I mean definitely Drake on his certified lover voice shit uh, and, and definitely I'm sure we will see plenty of Instagram comments uh, with these quotes that uh, I mean are probably uh, gonna be far, uh, what's it called, far and view uh, when the album actually drops, and there's gonna be plenty of other quotes. Uh, but these quotes are the ones that are on the billboards, the ones that are uh, on the the shirts that Drake has been teasing for "Certified Lover Boy." Uh, so I'm sure we'll see this all over everywhere on social media soon. But Drake season is upon us. Yay, season is upon us. Kendrick Lamar season is coming, um, and J Cole season uh, has already happened in 2021. So a great, great year for to- 2021 uh, music-wise, and we're gonna be blessed, very, very blessed uh, in the in the in the coming weeks and uh, in the latter um, fourth uh, of this 2021 year. So. Uh, That's all I got for today. I hope you guys all had a great time uh, listening to the podcast. I hope you guys all had a great uh, Tuesday, and I will see you all very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in.